Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I cannot do the show tonight, uh, Jordan. This this episode of Jordan, Jesse Go, I cannot. I can't because I was at the park. And you, and you did, did, did you tire yourself out? Jordan, you know about my pastoral lifestyle. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not... This is not a lifestyle bragging podcast, but I have a pastoral lifestyle right. where I'm often at the park. So, yeah. So, it's like toes in the grass, skipping stones. I was shoot. I was shooting the rock with Oscar. Nice. Um, the rock is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I, when you said shooting the rock with Oscar, yeah, I was like, oh, they were they were playing basketball. No. So every time you've told me about going to the park with Oscar and shooting yeah. the rock. I've been envisioning a beautiful father-child scene. No, no, no. I don't keep cocaine at the house. I'm not. I'm a responsible parent. Yeah, you're right. The we dog could get in there. <laughs> the <Father>. dog. <laughs> okay. The so dog gets cocaine. He'll never stop uh, telling you reality show ideas. I we laugh and joke. Uh, Oscar and I were playing basketball. That's not what the story is about, though. Uh, the story is about it was a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. early evening. And uh, there was a little girl there who was about three years old wearing full church clothes, Mm -hmm. like 10 out of 10, like charismatic church clothes. Hat? Uh, No hat, but ribbon in hair. Okay. And skirt down to the ground and wide enough that it basically made her an equilateral triangle. Okay. Three years old, this little girl, I'm going to say. Three years old. There was... I mean, I'm right now, I'm just envisioning my childhood church clothes. Yeah. And and just the this pair of pleated slacks that I fucking hated. <laughs> these, oh, these slacks are, are burned into my memory like a, like, a, like a lover who I hated because they were itchy. One time, my stepmother yelled at me because I had uh, sparkly Dr. Martins and I was going to wear them to church. And I was that like, That is disrespectful. I was like, Bernie, you hate church. <laughs> you don't go. You're against church. You come from a country where the church just abuses people and foments wars. What did anyway. you, did you, did you switch them out or did you, did you, I switched them out? Defiantly. Like, no, it was like the only time she ever yelled at me. I don't know what, she must have been having a bad day. Hmm. Anyway, I'm at the park. You're at the park. This little girl's wearing this dress. I'm already, I'm playing basketball. I'm already trying not, I'm like admiring how adorable this child is so right. much that I'm concerned about coming off as a creep. Sure. And I, well, you know, and you're a big guy too, so I'm really hoping this isn't going to be a Frankenstein situation. <laughs> well, she's, she's picking throwing, some flowers. She's throwing petals in the water. You make the association that pretty things go in the water. Oh, yeah. boy. She is, uh, she's toddling around, and then I realize what she's about to do. Mm. She bends over, picks up a tiny puppy that is nonetheless as big as she is. You hadn't seen the puppy. Hadn't seen the puppy. Didn't clock the puppy. Puppy was barely as high as the grass. Okay. Okay. She picks it up, let's call it under the puppy arms? Yeah. With a single, with a single, like, 
like a headlock. It is move. not. It is not leashed. No, the puppy is not even collared. Did it? it did it come with her? Or was it a stray? No, this Unclear. is This is. I mean, I'll just say in my neighborhood, it is a surprise if a family dog has a leash okay. or a collar. <laughs> this is a family. Sure. This is a family puppy. Uh, she picked it up with, do you know the kind of headlock arm around the, yeah. but but it was under the puppy's arms? Do you know what I mean when I say the puppy's arms? And his two little back legs are dangling. This they, is like a this is like the, a pose that a Precious Moments figurine would be in. The, and then she's just walking back and forth. She like walks as far as she can. She can barely walk with, without mm-hmm. carrying a puppy that's as tall as she is. Mm-hmm. Like when she holds it under the arms with one arm. It it's little it's fat little legs just are about two inches off the ground. It's bottom fat mm-hmm. legs. And then it's little stumpers that are up top are just sticking straight out. Uh because it's it's got its back to her chest. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're both belly forward. Okay. The puppy's dick is out too, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> they're both belly forward. <laughs> now we're talking. And She's just, she's just like a beautiful picture, toddling as far as she can. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna call it 15 feet while holding the puppy, gets exhausted, drops the puppy, falls over, gets back up. Puppy's looking at her. She goes, and then she picks up the puppy, walks the other direction. Oh my gosh. And then, fucking coup de grace, the reason I can't podcast. Mm She gets on a swing. Her dad is pushing her in the swing. Puppy's just underneath trying to bite her butt. Jesse, do you... Jumping up trying to bite her little baby tush. Were you briefly inside a family circus comic? <laughs> I, uh, Were you transported Spider-Verse style into a family circus comic? Oscar got mad at me for not being focused enough on the basketball. Right. And I'm like, this might... Like, I am 42 years old. Mm-hmm. I think literally this might be the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I had three ch- babies of my own mm-hmm. who went from from baby to infant, infant to child to toddler. I don't know what the order is. I don't remember. <laughs> this was three, four years ago. Uh they they went through the whole their whole own child. I have two s- siblings who I remember as babies. You have you have uh, family pets. My sibling Brendan used to go around and uh, put on sunglasses and say they were a walk star. Yeah, yeah, and, and it wasn't nearly this, as adorable this as this beautiful that. child. This little brown eyed wow. girl with a ribbon in her hair and a giant skirt, carrying around a dog that was exactly the same height as her. That's. It's, I mean, that's really amazing. Have it you... was, imagine, Jordan, if I came yeah. up behind you and put my arm around your chest and lifted you up off the ground and then was toddling around. <laughs> and then said, like, every day's a gift. Exactly. Beautiful. Every day is a gift uh, when we have little doggies. So this was, this was Sunday, yeah, which was yesterday, yeah. as of this record. Was this a, was this a Father's Day activity? We're just prowling the park for toddlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had gone, we went to the uh, San Francisco Giants game. Yeah. So there's a there lot of, there's Stadium. a, we're in a, we're in a, I feel like I'm trapped mm-hmm. between you, our producer, and our guest. 
Yeah. I'm kind of flanked by dads on all sides. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're coming at you. <laughs> I can we Let's I, introduce I, our yeah, guest. I want to hear about all the Father's Days. Because our our guest on the program our guest on the program has a, a baby in the offing, as they dad, say. Dad dad to be. Uh, he's about to turn off off a baby, <laughs> which pretty dark. Sure, but you you paint playhouses, don't you? Is <laughs> stand up a, a stand up comic and uh, a beloved regular guest on Jordan Jesse Go making a second appearance, Steve Hernandez. Hi, Steve. How are you? Nice great, to have you. Back. Great to be here. Um, a lot of people were trying to wish me father Happy Father's Day yesterday. My wife's four months pregnant. I said. Um, I am not taking responsibility for this child yet. Uh, not until it's born. Right. If something goes wrong, it's my wife's fault. You're going to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will not accept that at all right now. Overall, I would recommend as a parent, just take a wait and see attitude. <laughs> all of it. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not a dad yet. Don't put that on me. So you were like ripping up cards. You were you were kicking edible arrangements down just the mostly, street. Mostly uh, Instagram story messages and then me thumbs downing them back. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, without explanation. Yeah. You you must uh okay. So you you had a real Father's Day. Um Yeah, went to went to several innings of the ball game. That's about as much as you can ask. If you want you went with your whole family? Went with my whole family. We had we took uh the, this was the this is the scheme that we came up with. Mm-hmm. Uh we would all go together to show support for dad. <laughs> and uh we would get the premium parking. And then uh, when two of my children were done, I would give the key to my wife and she would take them home, leave me with Oscar. Oscar and I would go until Oscar was done. Then we would take a lift home. So kind of a tiered system. Yeah. And those, That's smart. That's the really tiers smart. Were, That's really clever. The tiers were second inning and fourth inning. Oh, man. <laughs> those were the tiers. Wow. <laughs> For our, don't worry, all baseball tickets cost $85 now, apparently. <laughs> So it went great. Could but. you do? You, can you can you like can you stay that off with like? Okay, now we're doing nachos. Now we're second doing to, ice okay, cream. Second to the fourth inning was just a whole walk around the whole stadium. Mm-hmm. There was uh, let's go get a churro. There was, and at some point, Oscar just looks at me and says, "I'm pretty full, Dad." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn it!" If this nine year old is telling me. So yeah, I don't know, but the you know Giants Giants swept the Dodgers, so I, I'll take it. You know. So Steve, you are you? Did you do any Father's Day stuff, or did you just reject all of it? I reject all of it. I'm barely getting to an okay place. I'm looking for therapists right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we thought my wife wanted a kid. Mm-hmm. We were both on the fence when we got married and we started dating, and then she just tipped. And then I was like, okay, well, you're going to have to convince me. And I love her. That's a great approach to parenting. <laughs> so she created a PowerPoint presentation. No, no, she tipped. And, you know, every time, like, something, like, some kind of d- a disaster would happen, I would be like, really? We're going to bring a kid into this world like that and look at her? But she would just quietly, like, look at me like she's not going to, she's not, she's not giving any room. Like, she, you know, I'm not going to bend her any of this way. And then I remember at one point, my, my wife's also a stand-up comedian. And she goes, we were driving home, and she said, we're both artists, right? And I said, of course. And she was like, I feel like my great art will be having a child. Mm. And I was like, god damn it. I guess we got to have a kid. I mean, what is a, what is a child but a sculpture with <laughs> organs? You know what? Yeah. I, I understand. Because yes. 
I been I was in that same position, um, you know, working doing comedy with Jordan. Uh, I was with my wife. We were like trying to decide should we have a kid. My wife got pregnant, and I I told her we're art- we're artists. I said, mm-hmm. She said yes, and I said, well, I feel like my great art is sandwiches, right? <laughs> and what's a child but a sandwich with organs? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Matt Lieb, producer of the show, you can talk on this, right? Yeah, can what up? You? This is your like first Father's Day, this right? This is my very first one, yeah. Father's Day number one. Yeah. Well, first of all, Jordan. Yeah. Regular listeners to Jordan Jesse Go know that I celebrate Father's Day every day. So happy Father's Day to you every day. That's right. If this is a famous guy who came up to Jesse and said this. <laughs> now, came up to is strong, passed by okay. in the street. I had my child on my shoulders, and he, while outside Kaiser, and he said to me, Happy Father's Day to you every day. How close were we to actual Father's Day? Uh, weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, this guy's just getting excited in advance. I, I definitely want to hear from Matt, but there's a big anti. I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a lot of like bitter dads with like baby mamas or exes or something that say, "Mom's better not." Like if you're a single mom, you better not try to claim Father's Day. Uh, it's like very, there's a lot of anti like single mom sentiment when they try to say, "I'm the only dad." They're like, "You better." Just give it to us. There's a lot of that going on right now. Don't you now. dare try and get two breakfasts in bed. Two bad, <laughs> shitty breakfasts that a kid tries to make, but it can't because the kid can't make breakfast. And you have to pretend to like it. Matt, I don't want to get you in any trouble, but did you guys just both agree, oh, yeah, I can't wait to have a kid and we're going to have kids? Yeah, I mean, we thought about it. We talked about it. You know, uh, we were like, do we want kids? Ooh, thinking and talking. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah. you did both I, things. I, yeah, right. well, we thought about it separately first, and then we talked to each other about what our thoughts were. And we decided um, that, like, kids are cool, kind of cute, and it would be fun. And uh, mostly I was just, you know, trying to have sex. <laughs> with your with your wife, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. dude. Hell, hell yeah, man. And, uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't hey. want to brag or nothing, but I had sex. Matt, what's I, up? I totally get it. I love having sex. With my wife. <laughs> Whoa, wives, 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 wives. We should hang out more. <laughs> All right, here's my big problem: was yeah. that I thought it was going to take a while. One come. Wow, one a single come, a single, a single mighty come. come. Yeah, <laughs> just. Ba-boom. One come when she was ovulating. Uh, you know, uh, I've never, I don't do that usually. One come, and then she was pregnant. You're a no-fap guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't come at all. <laughs> not I'm, during no-nut November, not, <laughs> not during no-nut December. I'm not greedy, okay? You're trying, I play it safe. You okay? try and save your power for the ring. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but one, so the fact that she got pregnant so quick, yeah. I think was so jarring for me, because I thought I was going to have some time to adjust to it. But now that it's like four months and stuff, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. But also- I can't fathom what it's like at all, you know, right? You just lose your sense of self and then you just go from there. <laughs> like that's the central part of it is that there's a period where you're fighting losing your sense of self. And then after a while, you're like, I don't know, fuck it. Well, let me ask you a question, though, because I would always feel like as a dad, you know, mo- moms do so much typically, I think. You don't ever feel like, oh, great, this is my day. You didn't feel that way, right? 
What, what do you mean? Like, well, did you be like Father's Day? Yes, this is my day. Celebrate oh, me. Oh, I've like, worked for this thing. Like, uh, you will t- today. I am a princess. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I wear a tiara. Sure. <laughs> you, found that, you found that pee I put under your mattress. <laughs> yeah. Ow! Dude, pee in the toilet, Jordan. It's gross. Dude, I'll pee where I want. <laughs> um, no, I, I understand what you mean. I mean, like, for in my family, I can only speak for my family, but in my family, uh, my parental situation was so much more dramatically broken than my wife's. Uh, like my wife, my wife's parents had some challenges for sure, um, but they are legitimately incredible parents. Like that, you know, they've I've been with my wife since we were teens, so like. I've known them my entire adult life and a little bit of my pre-adult life and in just incredible parents. And my parents are in, are r slash were incredible people and loving, uh, but struggled with many of the other parts of parenting. And um, so like in my family, it took a long time for me to think anything other than uh, I'll just do whatever Teresa says. <laughs> yeah, it's so little confidence in my ability to make any decision about parenting at all because all of my parenting instinct, like all the natural instincts inside me were just saying like, yeah, put them on a city bus by themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I think I'm I'm absolutely terrified like that same for that same reason, because uh, my wife had a, a very, her parents are great, everything. I love my parents to death. You know, they could have done a better job. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they did the best. Not good enough. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, I think you turned out great. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, I do feel, though, like, did you guys see the It TV movie? Uh, oh, sure, the Tim Curry one. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, the, you know, the uh, whole first one, the kids beat the clown, they beat Pennywise, but if he comes back... Then you the guys calls them all back and they have to come back. Mm-hmm. And there's uh at at the end of the first part there's a guy who's just like I'm not doing this again, and he kills himself. Mm-hmm. And I would I feel like I'm that guy about going back to my traumatic past. And my soon to be daughter is Pennywise coming for me, <laughs> <laughs> coming for me. <laughs> I literally I will have like uh I will have regular. It, I've been with my wife for 20, for, uh, coming up on 25 years. Wow. And um, I regularly will just like put my hand on her shoulder and be like, hey, Teresa, are we getting divorced? <laughs> She'll be like, no, there's no reason to believe that we're getting divorced. We're having, literally, we disagree about how to set the table or something. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that all, all families re- get divorced. <laughs> I, I truly, I believe that all relationships are binary. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're either perfectly successful or gone forever. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that was like, the biggest the biggest challenge for me was believing that I was capable of I would often say to Teresa like am I a bad parent she'd be like no 
jackass. (laughs) What are you talking about, you fucking dick? Uh, Steve, you are from Southern California. Yeah. Do you have a a grandparent situation set up for your kid? No, they're all, uh, uh, my grandparents, they're all all wiped out. But yes, my kid, I have my dad and my mom. Yeah. They're both excited. Julia's parents are beyond stoked. Her parents are, her mom's a psychiatrist. Her dad's in finance. They are the parents from Get Out. So, like, literally, <laughs> they love, you know, they love showing their big Mex at that, you know, their parties, showing their big Mexican son-in-law around. You know, they're like, yeah, this guy, it's great. Uh but they're the sweetest, nicest people. And her mom has like been saying, you know, I'll plan my retirement or how often I work around this kid. Oh my like, gosh. Like they're so stoked. They're so excited. We it's the one thing I've never lived anywhere else besides LA. And as a comedian, I feel uh I feel like I'm missing out because of that. But also if we're gonna have a kid, we need all the support. We have all the support. We're very lucky. We're very excited. So that makes it that makes it genuinely like I think the hardest part for us of having a kid was not having that support. Like, my wife's parents are also incredible grandparents, but, like, my family, who were loving but not helpful grandparents, <laughs> and uh, and my wife's family all live in the Bay Area. So, like, you know, my dad would come down and, and uh, stare lovingly at my children. <laughs> or, like, my mom would come down and, like, announce things that she was going to do if... Anyone else wanted to participate? Um, We're gonna have to talk off air because I'm telling you, your parents had a lot like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, like, yeah, I I think just just having having a little bit of backup makes a big difference. Yes, Um, yes. I've got a little bit of a little bit of a personal announcement here. We're talking about families, expanding families. Are you getting a son? No, I got to get a son. I'm working on it. That's my catchphrase. Um, I feel weird when you set me up for that, and we have a guest who like doesn't. Do, no, it's like, great. Wait, is the catchphrase "I'm getting a son"? It's a two-tiered catchphrase. So there's two it's parts. Two tiered catchphrase. It's a call and response. Yeah. So initially, initially, Jordan was upset that he didn't have a son to share things with, and so he would say, "I've." I got I gotta get a son. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would because I enjoyed hearing him say sure. that so much. It's it's his catchphrase <laughs> primarily for my enjoyment. Sure. I and, genuinely love it. <laughs> and it's funny that, that this <laughs> this catchphrase needs explanation but does not have an interesting story attached <laughs> no, to it. Pretty good. That's so good. you have to explain that it's just something that happens. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, after I would I would ask him about uh if he's going to get a son or if he'd like to get yeah. a son or whatever. And that that of course he added his I'm second catchphrase. It. I'm working on <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. He's we have a lot like- of fun. So he's a sort of like Bob Hoskins as Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> sure, yes, exactly. Um, and I have I have jump boots. I have cybernetic jump boots, and uh, soon I will defeat Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Um, my sister is pregnant, so I I will not have a son, but I will have a a a, a nephew. Soon. Well, Jordan, you haven't yeah. had a nephew yet. No, first nephew. You got strong uncle vibes. Thank. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Honestly, I, I don't. I'm not nuts about it, but I'm like, I can see it. I can yeah. see it. 
I, I now Jordan, I wouldn't presume that mm-hmm. you won't get a son. Yeah. Because you don't know the gender of the sisters of your sister's baby. Sure. And you don't know if she or the other parent will survive. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so cross your fingers, buddy. You still got a shot at sure. this thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I almost have a son. All it takes is one terrible tragedy. <laughs> yeah. I being an uncle. Is way better than being a parent. Oh, okay. It's inc- it is. So maybe incredible. I'm maybe I'm pivoting because you have no responsibility for their well being. Mm-hmm. You have n- you love them, like I don't. Maybe this is weird that I was surprised by this, but like as a person from a relatively small family and a rel, you know, both my parents moved across the country to get away from their families. Um, like. When my my sister-in-law mm-hmm. and brother-in-law, my wife's sister and her husband, have two children, and when they came out, uh, when they appeared on the scene, I was stunned at how immediately I loved them. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, they could come live at my house forever <laughs> if they needed to or whatever. No problem. Let's go. Need me to fight somebody? I'll do it. And like to get to have that kind of feeling about a kid uh, and also, you just truly, like, you don't have to worry about them. You just go do some bullshit with them mm-hmm. that their parents wouldn't let them do. Maybe give them some, like, questionable advice and then, like, leave. <laughs> yep. Abs- 100%. Like, fucking hang them upside down by their ankles and uh, run around and then drop them and go, ha, 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 and be like, uncle, out of here. And then say, like, invest in gold. It's all that's safe. And then you leave, but they remember that for the rest of their lives. Yeah, they're like, well, Uncle Jesse always said. Uh, Did the the two of you have, like, beloved uncles growing up? Do you remember, like, an uncle doing a good job? I I, I had one uncle. That's all it takes. And he, uh, he, he was single. Um, so he would always take us to Toys R Us every year on our birthday okay. or something. Like maybe he did that four times. Right. So not even every year. But that enough, he got us our super – he got us a Nintendo. Um, just the – remember there was the big one, the entertainment system, and then there was the action pack. It was just this with one controller or whatever. Yeah, sure. He got us that and um, – Got you the act. He didn't get you the – Whole th- with Rob the video it's robot eighty dollars or whatever, but yeah. 80, this was eighty dollars meant something. Sure, and uh, yeah, I I was eleven years old. And Not he now, I'll my... rip up eighty dollars. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Watch me. Oh man, now people just spend eighty dollars on gay marriages. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Here's eighty dollars. Can I get a pronoun? Thank you. Do you do you date? Huh? Do you date? I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on I'm it. I'm telling you, the dates, man, dating like a, just a regular kind of little casual thing, you're going to drop 120. Easy. But what about yeah. what? What is the uncle situation, Steve? Oh yeah, uh, so you had a Nintendo uncle. Oh yeah, okay. So that guy, he was. Uh, I just want to take that. Can I be Nintendo uncle? <laughs> I know you 100. percent I mean, you're already Oscar's Nintendo uncle. That's true. I Coming do. over and teaching Street Fighter combos. Yeah. Money. I mean, you just throw down money. Like I have two nephews. I give them money every time I see them. Love it. Ten bucks, twenty wow. bucks. You know, whatever it is. I know I'm just gonna imprint this on their. That's head. why you They're should still keep cash on you. You Gotta know, keep uncle, uncle, uncle money cash. in your sock. Peel yeah. off some. Peel off some. Tens. Did you hear what I said? The only thing I remember is this guy bought me stuff. 
and he's my hands down favorite uncle. And I yeah. would honestly do whatever he wanted, whatever he needed for me to this day. That's yeah. great. My aunt Gail used to take me for back to school clothes. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved everything about it. My, I had the closest to uh, like a real, I, uh, I had a, a, what I would call a three uncle situation. Mm-hmm. Now, did I have one uncle who was in long term mental health care? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't count. I was a little scared of him. Uh, but uh, I had, uh, I had my, the closest, like the classicest uncle was actually my aunt Gail's partner, Deb, uh-huh. which is a butch aunt, <laughs> but she was very butch. Sure. So, I mean, within us all, there are three uncles, <laughs> Nintendo uncle, mental health uncle, and aunt Deb. <laughs> uh, but they, Deb live, they dwell within us all. Deb was, Deb was super cool. Always had a diet, Dr. Pepper. Oh yeah. Uh, really liked El Camino's. Um, very cool uncle. And then I had, on the East Coast, I had two uncles. One of them was uh, a good old boy uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, just a real, uh, with with great fondness, and, and he would describe himself as a, a, a real redneck guy. Mm-hmm. Um, with a boat and nice. a farm and uh, a giant motor vehicle. like a, It was like a suburban kind of mm-hmm. car, you know what I mean? And uh, go to their house, and they had, you know, like a well with frogs in it, that kind of thing, <laughs> nice. and like a goat, um, fireflies, uh, oh, and, and there cool. was a lot of go karting with that uncle. Yep. yep. Um, and, and a lot of just generally, like thinking that I Jesse am a pussy, but having a really like positive, supportive attitude about it, mm-hmm. like. Like it's cool that you're a that you're a pussy, Jesse. Like, let's go. I, I'm gonna help you do cool stuff. Sure. <laughs> just you know listen. I mean? it, we could change it all. Just break your leg jumping off a tire swing. <laughs> exactly. And that'll set you on on a course, on a proper course. But I also had a very, very, very sweet, wonderful nerd uncle. My uh-huh. uncle, my uncle Wayne, would like. What were those like? Uh, there was like there was like robots you built out of connects. You know what I'm talking about? You remember connects? Kinda. Okay. Well, it's yeah. some kind of robot that you built out of connects Whoa. that he had. That was, so we would build robots together, and he also was the uncle who had uh, the machine that took the like. Uh, stutter and shimmy out of VHS tapes when you copied them from the oh, video nice. rental store. Yeah. Like the thing that went in between two VCRs so you could make copies of videos oh, from shit. the video store. It, it is really amazing. I'm, 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 I'm learning while we're having this discussion that you can succeed as an uncle with just one or two qualities. Like you don't have to be a whole person. Jordan. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, you know, I have two two aunts on my mom's side that I really love who are yeah. pretty wonderful people. And I did have one uncle on my dad's side that I really liked. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm trying to think, like, oh, Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey was fucking great. Uh, still is, still is a great, he's yeah. still still with us, still a great guy. And I'm like, what did I like so much about that guy? Well, he was nice. <laughs> he had a cockatiel uh-huh. And he had a big VHS collection of Broadway shows. And I didn't know where those it seemed like he shouldn't have them. Whenever right. we would watch them, I'm like, how do you have these? And then I think I guess probably PBS, right? Like you, yes. it's like a PBS yes. gift, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But he just had a lot of collections of like famous like like um like ah, here's Bernadette Peters and in Into the Woods. Anyway, this guy was great. I mean, and I'm like 
I, to have a to have an uncle that has Bernadette Peters and Into the Woods, I yeah. mean, that is the dream, <laughs> sure. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And a cockatiel for every who for, can say stuff for every little fancy lad like you and I, <laughs> uh, Jordan. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be frank with you. Um, you know, I, it's easy to say you should just be the Nintendo uncle. I thought you were kind of building. I'm going to be frank with you, Jordan. Stay out of the kid's life. <laughs> <laughs> don't go any. Just for a tongue good. Don't go anywhere near it. Hit the road now and do not call. Sure. <laughs> uh, this is my fake rec- your own death in a boating accident. This is my frank. This is my frank advice to you, mm-hmm. Jordan. Um, I think that being a Nintendo uncle would certainly go great. Sure. Um, taking a kid to theater or, or comedy shows, yeah. you know, like I we used to go to a lot of concerts and stuff with, with my aunt Gail. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, those things are, those things are really sort of going to be in the, in the kid's memory. They're going to be gravy on top of the mashed potatoes that are your frosted tips. Like yes, yes. Thank you're you. like you're the extraordinary aesthetic that the combination of your swimming in chlorinated water yeah. and your big beautiful beard mm-hmm. present make you unfuckwithable sure. as a, like you are solid gold as an uncle. Yeah, there's you literally could not fuck this up. Sure, yeah, I know. This is this this the my current look is a is a new development. And yeah, maybe it's like coinciding with the birth of my sister's kid in a really in a really nice way. This child is just going to it's going to be looking up at you with awe and love mm-hmm. every moment that you're in the same room as them. Mm-hmm. Cuz they're going to be like, "Look at this incredible human being who's so much cooler than my parents." Sure. <laughs> You know so much more about Nintendo than my stupid dad. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you probably do know. Who knows? Who knows what kind of Nintendos that kid's gonna have available oh, to man. it? Man, this is why. This is the magic of parenthood. Is you just think this little, this little zygote, this little, uh, as you so eloquently put it, Steve. A single cum. (laughs) (laughs) That a single cum could, within their lived experience, Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. an extraordinary Mm -hmm. rainbow of Nintendos. (laughs) Be they 3D Nintendos. Nintendos that give you sexual feelings. Yeah. Like it attaches to your... Sex parts, or are you, <laughs> Jesse, predicting different possible kinds of Nintendos they right. might invent yes. within the lifetime of our of our children? I generation. do, I do. I have an uncle that works at Nintendo, and he told me that they're building one you can fuck. <laughs> Anyways, you guys I mean, w- maybe it's just like, uh, maybe it's like it does your homework or whatever. That's probably first. <laughs> they're yeah. probably working on that first, and then yeah, down the line, twenty thirty. I don't know. If you were working, at, let's say you worked at Nintendo, you're a Nintendo designer. Yeah. Which one would you rather have a Nintendo to? Well, some fucking do some fucking boring ass homework, yeah. or, or suck your dick. <laughs> you know what? If you're you right, work, Jordan. You don't work at Nintendo. No, I'll grant it. you that. Steve, do you work at Nintendo at all? No, no, no. Okay, so neither of you guys work at Nintendo, but. If then. Right. Okay, so supposing that. Yes, sure. 
Acting is I can, reacting. I can go there. I can go there. Yeah, I can go there it's mentally. Like you work on your own, like at home, right? Yeah. Like that for small wonder or something uh, like that. I don't do this at that home. Make no, one, no one's going to really want to look into this. Too yeah, much. don't yeah. do this on your work computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. That would be a good. Uh, that would be a good '80s high concept sitcom. I think a guy who invented a Nintendo that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> comes on after Webster or whatever. <laughs> it's a sitcom, but it starts at three on Sunday. <laughs> Would you like to swing on a star? Different Would you sitcom. like to have your dick sucked by Luigi? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You get to choose which character? It's well, like Mario. You're not going to have a Nintendo that sucks dick if you can't pick from its library of beloved characters. I just and assume all sucking your dick in your they mind. All, they would all do, you do it differently, it. Yeah, too, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, like they all a have a different, different texture. Right, they're yeah. really well balanced, I'm <laughs> sure. It's really... <laughs> With Donkey Kong, it's kind of romantic. <laughs> and with Luigi. Dev's nuke toe. Toad is OP with re SD. <laughs> right. Okay, well, yeah. we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, first of all, I tip my hat to the members of Maximum Fun. If you are a member of Maximum Fun, we thank you for making this show possible. Jesse is literally tipping a top hat with steampunk goggles to you, the Max Fun <laughs> supporter. Hey, speaking of things that I do love, yes. let's talk about microdosing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love to microdose. We are, of course, also supported by the good folks over there at Lumi Labs, the microdose folks. They make microdose gummies with perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Not so good that you feel bad about it, just the right amount of good. So good that you continue to feel good. That's how good you'll feel. Uh, yeah. yeah, these these little gummies uh, are awesome. Like Jesse said, just, just the perfect little kiss of THC uh, to help you sleep, to help you chill out. Great to take at the end of the day. And they taste good too. I like the wildberry flavor myself. We just got a delivery. I mean, I just got a delivery of uh, microdose gummies from Lumi Labs. Ooh la la. I don't think there's anything better for a responsible adult to get in the mail than drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a responsible adult. Right. If you're out there, if you pay your estimated taxes four times a year. Oh, I love to pay those quarterly estimateds. If you put a little more money in the meter than you think you might need, just in case. Get yourself some drugs in the mail, courtesy of Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code JJGO to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code JJGO. Uh, hey, Jesse. We're also sponsored this week by the good folks at Zip 
Recruiter. Good to have the Croot back. Oh, yeah. We love the Croot. It sounds like Croup, a cough you don't want. But this is the Croot, a service that you do want if you're looking to hire. Jordan, with Maximum Fun becoming an employee-owned cooperative, I'm now one of many owners of Maximum Fun. But you know what that means? That means hiring's even more important. That means that we even more need highly qualified and motivated candidates, and the robots inside ZipRecruiter are the ones who can find them for us. Finally, some robots finding jobs for humans rather than taking them, right? Right? So tired of these robots taking jobs. They should be finding jobs for humans. That's what I just said. I said that exact same thing. No, I thought of it myself. (laughs) Oh, cool. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway, it can take up to 11 weeks on average to hire for a new position. ZipRecruiter can cut that down for you. Stop waiting, start using ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter helps you find qualified candidates for all your roles fast. See why 3.8 million businesses have come to ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And Jordan, we've got something up on the Jumbotron this week. Oh, yeah. This is a real treat. Um, Of course, we love sharing any listener message with our listeners. Listener messages for the listeners. We love to share them. But this this is a double extra scoop of treat because... Today, we're telling you about the great show Housebroken that you can watch on Hulu. This is a hilarious talking animal animated show about a bunch of animals in group therapy. It is hilarious. I never miss an episode. The creator is the great Jennifer Crittenden. Uh, On the writing staff, our buddy Elliot Kalen. That's a regular Jordan Jesse. How could anyone not watch this show? Let Let me say this. Not just that. How about favorite Jordan Jesse Go guest Tony Hale is in the cast? And also people who haven't been on Jordan Jesse Go, but should be because we think they're great. Lisa Kudrow, Sharon Horgan, Sam Richardson, Clea Duvall, Nat Faxon, Will Forte, Sam Richardson, Tim Simons, Brescia Webb, Greta Lee. Oh, someone who has been on the show and destroyed. Maria fucking Bamford. Yeah, Maria fucking Bamford There's is how it's written Maria in the copy. In, of course in the copy you, here, it says Maria fucking Bamford. You, you should know always why? respect her by calling her Maria fucking Bamford, so I'm glad they did that in the copy. The fucking legend herself, the Bammer. There's only one. The greatest the, of all time. The Bammer is hilarious in this show, fucking as legend. are all those comedy geniuses. Uh, it is It is really great. It's a really uh, funny show. It's a really sweet show. I never miss an ep, and you shouldn't either. Uh, Housebroken on Hulu. You'll laugh a lot. Nat Faxon is a good dog. Yeah, good casting. If you need a talking dog, get Faxon let's in say, there. Let's say you want a talking dog with an Oscar. Go to Faxon. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Faxon. Uh, hey, speaking of things you can laugh at, yeah, I've got a new issue of Archie Horror. 
Oh, fine, 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 fine. You've been writing your own Archie comic books. Anybody can go. They can order them in their local comic book store, or they can buy them as soon as they come out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sick of hearing about that, and I'll tell you why. It's because how am I supposed to get mine autographed? Jesse, here's what you're going to do. You and everybody else in the Southern California area you're going to come to Golden Apple Comics, Saturday, July 1st, 1 to 4 p.m., and you're going to get your copy of Camp Pickens, the new Archie Horror Anthology Spooks and Laugh Extravaganza. You're going to get signed by me. You're going to get it signed by Blake Howard, who also has a story in the book, and you might get some comics signed by some surprise guests who are going to show up at our group signing. So this is going to be Todd a- McFarlane. It's not Todd McFarlane. No, it is. It's Todd McFarlane. It's Seth McFarlane, and he's going to sing to all of us. <laughs> you like crooning, right, Jesse? <laughs> hey, I love Archie Horror Comics, and of course I love The Great American Songbook. <laughs> well, you're in for a treat. Uh, Golden Apple Comics, July 1st, 1 to 4 p.m. Come get those books signed. Don't make me look like a jerk in front of the comic book guys. You got to show up to this thing. These guys are very judgmental. They're famous for yes. it. Yes, July 1st. And look, if you're not in Southern California, you can still buy the fucking thing. You can buy the fucking thing. And hey, you, if you want to sign- buy the fucking thing. You, you got sign, a fucking pull list. Get your, yeah, get it on the pull you list. You fuckers have a fucking pull list. I know you Go do. Go talk to the guy that keeps your fucking pull list. Tell him to, what's it called now again, Jordan? Uh, it's called Camp, Camp Pickens. Pickens. Yes. Yeah, let's not, let's go. Go to your fucking pull list guy. Yeah. Slide him a joint. <laughs> you know that guy likes to blaze. That guy's fucking blazed all the time. He's blazing in the back of the store. And then tell him you need to pull Camp Pickens. So once again, Golden Apple Comics, Saturday, July 1st, 1 to 4 p.m. Me, Blake Howard, surprise guests. And uh, hey, if you can't make it to the signing, uh, you can get signed copies from Golden Apple. So hit them up on their website if you still want that signed copy. Okay, anyway, if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Uh, whether you want to share a personal message or you want us to plug something for you, if you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, we love to share it with our community. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Steve Wancom Hernandez. <laughs> one come, one come, one come. Pow, 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 pow. No, Jesse, just pow. Oh, right. Well, we don't know how. I mean. Oh, I do. <laughs> I know. Fair enough. Yeah, Steve's texting me a video. All, all one come. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that would be exciting. If it, if you, to come? If it was more. <laughs> one yeah. Like, it, I've heard. It, like, you know, the, you know how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or I was like a Street Fighter 2 fireball. Like. <laughs> He's charging it up. <laughs> yeah. I was imagining, you know how a fire hose has that kind of nozzle at the end where you like pull it almost like right. a handle, like a throttle almost, yeah. and you like pull it open mm-hmm. and like push it closed? <laughs> That's how I'm imagining sure. our friend Steve's no, orgasm. Steve's, Steve's, Steve's Street Fighter analogy was was apt. My yeah. my lovers know that I'm reaching <laughs> my climax when I say Hadouken. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> well, she knew I was done when I said, it is finished. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said to uh, my wife, Teresa, I said, honey, I main you. Mm. Yes. But you got to have a backup. <laughs> you got to have a main and a backup. Gotta have a backup. Fighting game relationship humor. Okay. Is Oscar still into Street Fighter? Oscar is pretty into Street Fighter. Um, NBA 2K has been very popular at the house lately, which I'm grateful for because um, it, if I'm playing Street Fighter, I'm just pressing the buttons randomly. Sure. And I, I I can do it for a little while, but then I get bored. Mm. Um uh, NBA 2K, I'm I'm into, and I can like try and calibrate so that I'm just good enough to lose to Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I just have to pick a team. I'm still, Oscar doesn't know enough about basketball yet to destroy me. Just on the cusp there. Right. Um, lately, there's been a real Minecraft revival around oh, my house. Minecraft I think, sticks around. Yeah, I think Frankie, my six year old, has gotten into it, and then they all want to play together, okay. which was so wonderful. So, like, so glad that they want to play together that I'm all for it. And then sometimes uh, they play a game called Minecraft Story Mode mm. that has like uh, 17 former Jordan Jesse Go guests in it. <laughs> Brian Posehn is in it, Hodgman is in it. Whoa, cool. Paul Rubens is in it. Wow. He's like the bad guy. Anyway, uh, Paul Rubens, go on, Jordan Jesse Go. I have his phone number. I should call him and ask him. <laughs> sure, yeah, you saying it on the show. <laughs> yeah. That'll help less than texting him. Uh, Steve, Steve are you, do you have any, like, beloved video games that you want to, like, pass down to your did kid? You, to, do you, did you guys swept up, get swept up in Street Fighter II, the arcade game? Yeah, I was. Did, I mean, that was Oscar. I mean, uh, uh, Jordan remains swept up in Street Fighter 2. I'm playing game. 6 as we speak. Oh, okay. So you got quarters and you went down to yeah, a place yeah. and played. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That was my... I think that was the last big game that I was swept oh, up nice. in. Great. I remember, yeah, doing chores, going to the couch, like looking for quarters and going to 7-Eleven. My wife... A lot of people don't even know... Younger people don't know that 7-Elevens used to have video games inside them. Right. Yeah. But I remember put you put your quarter up. Now there's 7-Elevens inside video games. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess you can't buy a big gulp. You got to buy a pro now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is my new character. <laughs> I just stick with it, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, my Seven Eleven growing up had uh, had the Willow arcade game. There was an arcade game based on Willow. That seems like a bad and disappointing arcade game to have at the Seven Eleven by your house. I I I think I. I've never played it. Yes, it's a bad game. I replayed it recently. I had got a ROM of it or something like that, and um, uh, because I had such fond memories of playing in the Seven Eleven. Steve, in case you're not like a big computer guy, ROM is a a, like. Oh, I know what that is. It's a Paul McCartney album that people are really mixed about. Like some people think it's like an underappreciated classic. What is that? I don't understand. He has an album called Ram. Does he? Some people. Yeah. Oh, huh. Interesting. That's fun. Sounds great when you gotta explain it. (laughs) Jordan Jesse, go make a joke and then explain it for five minutes. Um, Yeah, so I replayed it because I had such fond memories. It's kind of like just a bad, like cheap tie-in side-scrolling game. But uh, I think as a kid, I didn't know when something was bad. So I loved it. Let me ask you this: Mm -hmm. Is Willow bad? I watched Willow kind of recently. I really liked it. It's oh. in in like in the way that those like eighties kid adventure movies are, are like a lot of fun. It's I thought it was great. Then I should watch Willow with my children. Yeah, I definitely I think liked like it. it as a kid. But it's one where I look. I in my memory, I think back and I'm like, 
Hmm, maybe that was very bad. Hard to say. Yeah, I really liked it. It's got it's got a young Val Kilmer really going for it. It's oh, got yeah. some fun stop motion. Yeah, pro Willow. It's not one of these not going for it Val Kilmer roles. <laughs> yeah, where, where Val Kilmer's phoning it in. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. look. It's summertime. It me. is. I know, because I just went to the fucking ballpark. Mm-hmm. What what do, what greater summertime activity is there than to go to the ballpark? Well, I mean, ride a sea dew, but other than riding a sea dew, um, maybe a, some kinds of barbecues. Yeah, sea dew barbecues, public pool. Listen, you don't have to. We don't have to rank the summertime activities. We, we yes, we we, we, we must, know that going to must, the ballpark is part of the spirit. Of we summer. must put aside our natural inclination to rank things. Uh huh. <laughs> And What's just... your number one? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have top five, though, right? Number one, top five. Godfather, part two. Sure. <laughs> Godfather, part two right. is number one. Paul McCartney's Ram. <laughs> number two, of course, is pooping. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, Steve, do you have any beloved... Okay. It's summertime. We, Jordan and I, are summer boys, mm-hmm. real summer boys. Yep. Um, a lot of people in our audience are real summer boys, uh, irrespective of their gender. People who celebrate the spirit of sun, s- summer through uh, through feeling, through and most significantly through deed. Sure. Um, and I wonder, Steve, if you have any beloved summer passions, uh, things that mean summer to you, songs of the summer. <laughs> R-O-C-K in the USA. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, uh, you know, I go to the beach once a week in the summer. Wow. Once a week. Once a, once week. a week. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> Changes your life. Okay. Yeah. What What day do you go? Is this a Wednesday? I, You know, I, I bartend on the weekend, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is like my weekend. That's when I'm like having fun. Hell yeah. And doing stuff. But yeah, I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll go to Will Rogers Beach. I always have a babe with me. No, that's a state beach. Yeah. It's right wow. past right past Santa Monica. You keep going. I always have a Jordan babe. mostly goes to municipal beaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to throw you under the bus here, Jordan. But... I love a nice county beach. <laughs> yeah. Go to Trader Joe's, you know, get twenty bucks worth of snacks, you Hell know, yeah. some cheeses and crackers. I only go to national seashores. <laughs> Point rays are nothing for me. <laughs> What is that place? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got tide pools. And then you go, you get there, you leave kind of, you beat tra- 1030, you leave, uh, and then you get out of there at 230 or 3 o'clock. And about 45 minutes of traffic. What are you up to there? You Are we talking about swimming, lunching, Catching reading, rays, lounging? You're lounging. Uh, and then you are honestly, you're in the ocean. I'm telling you, last year was glorious. There was the month of September was, you know, god awful to be walking around in, but it was the most glorious water I'd ever been into. So beautiful mm. and warm. And I'm telling you, I've you always think about going to the beach, you always think about what a pain in the ass it is, but I've never. When I'm leaving the beach, I'm never thinking bad idea. It was always a tremendous idea. What do you? Because I could see this going either way. We haven't known each other long, but I yeah. could see the answer to this question going either way. Mm-hmm. Do you have beach equipment? No, I'm pretty light on the equipment. You don't want to think too hard about this stuff. Okay, it's like going to the gym or like having sex with your long-term partner. You just do it. Dive in. <laughs> don't think about it too much before. And then in the middle of it, you're like, "This is great. I should do it more." That's all. Do you feel that way about going to the gym? Because every time I'm in the middle of going to the gym, I'm like, fuck, the fucking gym. (laughs) You don't feel good once you get going? No. People keep (laughs) telling me that that's going to happen. My physical therapist told me to exercise every day. I've been exercising every day for like two two months, two and a half months straight. 
halfway in, I'm just like, fuck, is this over yet? <laughs> you know, oh, I gotta go back to watching this a, movie you don't to reach distract a myself. Slow state. When you're walking no. it, do you do a walk run? Uh, what do you think I am? Steve when he's having an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Old float state over here. Yeah, I go for a walk run three or four times, five times a week in the neighborhood. And I love it. You know, getting going always sucks, but in the middle of it, I feel great. Okay. I well, was, congratulations I, and enjoy uh, the beach fuckface. With my beach bod. <laughs> well, okay. So you're down you're down at, you're down in the water. What about a boogie board? I could see you having no, a boogie no, board. No, no, you don't no, even got a boogie like board that. in the back no, of the car? No, 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 no man. Just I'm, leave a boogie board in the back of the car. <laughs> what about a frisbee? No, because I'm telling you, I'm always going with babes. I don't want you don't want to mess it up. Okay. Babes love boogie boarding. You would think, but I, I don't want to look stupid on the boogie board. Wait, when uh, you say babes, yeah. you're talking about beach babes? <laughs> when they get there, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never meet them there. They're regular. They're and at then Trader Joe's, there, babe, yeah, when you're at Trader yeah, Joe's yeah, getting yeah, the snacks, yeah, yeah. and they become a beach yeah. babe once they're at the beach. Oh, yeah, sharing a salad with a babe. Uh, you know, you're yeah. just passing the little container back and forth. Your, your, your lips meet because you both took a bite of the same radish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> radish. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's not a vegetable. <laughs> you're like, fucking radishes don't belong in salads. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I really I do I go once a week. Uh, I've just done it for That's the past beautiful. couple of years, and I, it's just honestly changed my life. And I look forward to it. Before you, all, I always worry about being too hot and all this stuff. But I've kind of given. I wear little shorts. Yeah. Are, are you? Have you? Do you wear little shorts? Uh, I wear pretty big shorts. Jordan, Jordan's this great summer boy. Jordan's great gift to the summer this yeah. year. Was wearing his swimming costume <laughs> in a social context. Sure. And Jordan is a. You make it sound like this is a stripy <laughs> one piece that is a not, character on is Boardwalk Empire. It's not a woolen singlet. <laughs> That's right, and a straw hat. And are they yeah, short, when I are go they down short to, shorts? Yes, yeah, so I have a I have a speedo that I swim in. You know for exercise but i have you know something we've been talking about on the show is me getting up the confidence to just wear it to like a pool party you know, you know? i have a speedo that i bought and okay. a caftan Ooh. there was this i think it was during the pandemic that summer where i like got you know i am queer and i got like a lot more like little shorts and i got the speedo and this caftan mm. i'm like a gay site but I still have not gotten the courage yet to put on the Speedo and wear it out in front of people. You know, yes, this is something I was dealing with up until very recently. Because, yeah. yeah, like I can see how it would be fun. But, like, you're like, when I when I reveal it, is this going to cause a weird moment in the group? Are people just going to, like, not stop talking about it? But, no, I mean, I, I, I wore it. Uh, they feel I wore great, it at a right? pool party. Felt amazing. Yeah. My mobility was off the charts. <laughs> You should have seen me moving around. Constri- he didn't have issues with constriction. None at all. I was w- walk, run, flip. Now, Jordan, yeah. you now as we discussed on the program, you were wearing your Bart Simpson tank top. I was. It sounds like Steve is ready to is prepared to go full Andre Leon Talley. Yes, with the caftan. <laughs> yes, it sounds like a great. No, I I will say it's a it's, sheer caftan like. So. Oh, a sheer caftan. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a little leopard print that goes with the speedo. I bought this two years. This ago. This is a set. Uh, it's a set. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's sounds... a. They call it a duet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't had the courage. I think if I went to a a gay event, which I, I've go, I've got to go this summer. 
And I will premiere this hey, thing. Yes. He's working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my catchphrase. <laughs> You're funnier I, than me, so if you start saying it, <laughs> I won't have anything. <laughs> I got to put myself more in these like queer spaces so I could I could conduct my I figure out how to be myself sure. with with this stuff. Uh, so I don't know maybe maybe I won't premiere the speedo just yet there. Maybe no, I no. think we just wear it to the beach. Look, yeah. just as when you're at the beach with a babe, yeah. she is a beach babe. Yeah. When you are queer at the beach, it is a queer space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're my right, recommendation right. to you and and look at this is your opportunity. We've had a lot of presidents talk about this a lot. Yes. But we need people to bring together the different Americas. Of course. <laughs> and by bringing a babe together with your gay duet outfit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's your opportunity as a bisexual polyamorous yes, man, man yeah. to, uh, to marry these communities mm. In a beautiful song about the possibility of democracy. I'm trying. I spent 140 dollars on this thing, guys. Wow, <laughs> it's in it's a just, box in my. What is that? Was that 50, 90, or 60, <laughs> yeah. 80, 70, 70? I think it was. I think it was 60, 80. Yeah. Steve, get it out of the box. Uh, I know. Put You're, it on. Yeah, i and and this. Listen, I've had. I I've I was going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so are you going to break it out again this summer? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. The the seal has been broken. I was very comfortable. Had a lot of fun the first time. Yeah. So I think uh, any, uh, you know, appropriate event. I guess the getting over the hump would truly be wearing it to inappropriate events. <laughs> <laughs> I love this thing so fucking much. <laughs> what constitutes an inappropriate event? Trader Joe's. Trader, yeah, sure. With a babe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I went to a nude, my first nude beach. Have you oh. ever been to a nude beach? I, you know, I've been to a nude public park. How was that? A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, where is there a, where is there a nude beach? In San Diego. I, okay. didn't, I didn't know that it was a nude beach when I went. Okay. I just saw my Instagram stories. I you thought sh- it was for your fellow Navy guys. <laughs> I, I, I had some shows in San Diego, and you know, traffic's like six hours. It takes a so I was like, I'm gonna leave early. I'm gonna go to the beach. And on my Instagram stories, I was like, What beach should I go to? And three people said you should go to Black's Beach. Okay, Black's Beach. It's down this long cliff, and then you have to walk. It's literally like I don't know, maybe half a mile or something down this mm-hmm. cliff. And then I realized it was a nude beach. But you know, I got nude, and it was inc- okay. It was incredible. So you've you've done you've done one step beyond speedo and caftan. You know, yeah, yeah. It was mostly just gay guys. You know, sure. if it's gay, if it's all gay guys, I'll do anything. You know, because gay guys <laughs> think I'm hot. I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about these these babes. You know, these women, <laughs> these judgmental <Fucking> babes. <laughs> yeah, gay gay guys. You know, love me. I have no problem with gay guys. I, I don't mind being naked around a gay guy. But you're chi- you're very chill. With your dick out in the hunk community, but not in the babe community. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why. I just feel that uh, I know there's a lot of media that will tell you otherwise, and there, I, I'm sure there are gay people that are very judgmental about this gay guys that like. But I've always felt beloved. I, gay guys make me feel sexy, like regularly. Uh, a straight woman has never made me feel sexy in my life. The only <laughs> time they've had sex with me is to connect, and because they love me. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> who needs that? Yeah, who needs that? Who needs oh that? man, yeah, what's that about? Yeah, I want someone that <clears throat> wants me for my body. Sure, you know I mean? that's sexy. Okay, we have a summer boy. We've asked you, the Jordan Jesse Go listener, to share your sh- your summer boy experiences with us. Uh, we hope that you will do so by emailing us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, here is one of our first big summer boy updates of the summer. 
Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and River Butcher. Um, this is Carl. I am in Chicago, um, and this is my summer boy activity. Uh, here in the upper Midwest, we play a game called hockey, uh, but today I got to go to the rink and from the rink wearing shorts and flip-flops with my window down, which is nice. Uh, stronger than ever. Love you guys. I'll tell you this. Hmm. Something I noticed today, I took Oscar to basketball camp. Right. Over there at Occidental College. You familiar with this college? Mm hmm. Liberal Arts School. In sure, the, yeah. yeah. Obama. Eagle Rock area. Obama. You know, Barack Obama went there for a portion I didn't, of his, I didn't know that. Before he got his act together. <laughs> <laughs> um, they scared him straight over there at Occidental. It's a lovely college. Sure. Uh, uh, took Oscar over there. And. My life doesn't involve a lot of jock parents mm-hmm. because, you know, Oscar plays basketball at the rec center, but this is beleaguered single mom's territory. This is not <laughs> This is not like jock parents, my kids are getting college scholarships sure. territory. But uh, you take your kid over to basketball camp and there's going to be some jock parents there. You know what jock parents love? Shower shoes. Okay. Just all these jock dads are wearing shower like shoes. slides? Yeah, like slides. Yeah, I think slides is just a thing now. Really? Yeah. Just I, everybody's I, just wearing slides. I've seen a lot of uh, slides. These guys are wearing sunglasses, mm-hmm. Dodgers t-shirts, the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah, I don't know if that if it like is linked to like the pandemic and clothes just got a little more comfortable and people kind of got used to sweats and workout pants and stuff like that. But yeah, it seems like, listen, I'm no fashion trend forecaster. No. Uh, but as a, as a native of Orange County, you're mm-hmm. a sandal expert. Yeah. I, you know, and the slide is different from the flip-flop. These aren't yeah. flip-flops. No, these saying... are slides. Okay, slides. And I want to be clear, these are not, we're, I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about knee-high tube socks and, you know, khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that's, – that's the only context in which I really know slides right. other than actual in-showers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are – these are, again, these are sort of like suburban, middle-aged, white dude jock dads. Mm-hmm. I think I mean I think it is linked to like the croc becoming acceptable, to the oh. croc becoming like not only like – Something to not be made fun of, but something that you can wear as part of a right. fashion ensemble. Do your kids wear Crocs? No, they don't. Um, when they were younger, they wore those kind of those kind of uh, water shoes that look like uh, slip-on sneakers. Sure, that are made of rubber. I mean, it is an it is a monumentally practical piece of clothing for children. And I just decided not to fight it. Yeah. Um, I, but I definitely, I definitely respect and appreciate Crocs above slides, mm-hmm. because at least with Crocs, you're like, look at this silly shit I'm wearing, and you can add little baubles now. You can add little minions and yep. uh, Jewel, a charm for your Harry Potter see, house. Not one of these fucking slides had a minion on it. What? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Get some, get some minions or go home. Okay, you've Thank described you. them wearing slides, shorts, and a t-shirt. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about they're, but they're they're all wear and they're like, and they're like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know? they're just these are suburban dads. 
Yeah, but they're wearing slides. <laughs> this, see, this all tracks for me. Where is it? Where is it bumping for you? I don't know. I don't, they're just out and about. Yeah, I think the slide has just kind of replaced the flip flop. Okay, like, like that's a what I mean. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, sure. like these definitely, these dudes would have been flip flop bros right, at sure. some point. Uh, but they're. Yeah, they also, like, there's another part of it, which is, like, they also don't seem chill. And they seem mm-hmm. like they're, like, the flip-flop is has a that Margaritaville element right. where they feel like they're chill. The slide says, like, Adidas on it, and it goes with your, like, track pants, and it right. means that you're just got out of a sports shower. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. Like, it's not that you just got in from from t- from uh, surfing. Sure, yeah. A, a, right, a flip-flop kind of implies a good vibes, you know, five o'clock somewhere, but maybe the slide is a that little sugge- more like here's work the di- hard, play hard. Here's the difference. Yeah. The flip-flop suggests that at any moment you might start playing beach volleyball. Uh-huh. The slide suggests that at any moment you might start playing traditional volleyball. Okay. Just yeah. regular volleyball. That's, that's I know exactly. Are they what wearing you mean. socks with these slides? They're wearing socks and they're wearing like athletic garb. Huh. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like uh it's not like cargo shorts kind of scene. It's like a tearaway athletic pants and these kinds of things. Like they look like they're about to coach a soccer game. Interesting. Yeah, that's the coach a soccer game is the is the aesthetic. Here. Right. Coach okay. a soccer game. You know, my brother in law has a very strict. He he has a strict rule. My nephews are fifteen and eleven, and they are not allowed to wear basketball shorts. Okay. There, there's no thinking about it except the dad does not like them. Interesting. There's yeah. a there's a commercial that runs. Now, regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners know my only lived experience is the four commercials that run during baseball games, <laughs> uh, on the streaming baseball games specifically, out of market baseball games. And uh, there's this radio commercial. There's two of them for a brand of direct-to-consumer shorts um, <laughs> that I'm not going to buzz market here on the program because I would like for them to sponsor us in the future mm. so that I can cash their checks while being uh, contemptuous of mm-hmm. them right now. Um, but there's this... Uh, the, it opens with... Uh, are you tired? It's like, guys, are you tired of... <laughs> Buying shorts after shorts after shorts, <laughs> so you can have shorts for, uh, so you can have shorts for sports, shorts for around the house, and shorts for when you want to look good. Like, shorts for a what wedding. The <laughs> what the fuck life are you describing? Right. The, a, and then I need one pair of shorts to bring those things together. There's a part, and then do you need a formal short for that, getting the town? That, that's what it. So this is. Are you are you tired of? Uh, you need shorts. You need shorts to look good. But are you tired of stiff? Cotton shorts? Like, what's worse than cotton? To to be forced to wear cotton. What a nightmare. Is this just like pandemic blowback where we are all just so into like soft comfies now. These that, like, have a even wicking a... liner. Oh my gosh. These are shorts that you're supposed to wear for when you want to look good mm-hmm. that have a wicking liner. That's nice. I'm not just talking about the exterior is wicking. They Obviously they are wicking. They also sure. have anti-stink 
<laughs> these sound pretty great, actually. You're selling me on these things. I like it. You I like what? a guard. I like, I like to, to, to be wear the underwear. Yeah, loose and wick free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to wick. Just, <laughs> just, just let it marinate, Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, once I get going, these hunks are gonna me, love you know, it. You need to wick. <laughs> <laughs> these hunks, babes and hunks. That's that's what I gotta start calling gay guys. Hunks, <laughs> <laughs> babes and hunks, man. Babes and hunks. <laughs> Yeah, man, more, more, more babes and hunks, more problems, huh? <laughs> you guys uh, want to take a minute to wick down and then finish up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay moist, but uh, we'll be no, back in just you. a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, let us guess. You love books, but wish you had more time to read. Or maybe you used to read a lot, but life has gotten in the way, kids, grad school, you name it. Maybe you don't know where to start and bookish social media is overwhelming. How do people on TikTok read so many books? Oh my God, I don't know. And maybe you've been reading the same book for six months and now it's permanently attached to your bedside table. Maybe you don't even know what you like to read anymore. We're reading glasses and don't worry, we got you. We'll get you back into reading and help you enjoy books again. Reading Glasses, every week on Maximum Fun. All right, class. Tomorrow's exam will cover the science of cosmic rays, the morals of art forgery, and whether or not fish can drown. Any questions? Yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything, where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. (laughs) It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweet. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Steve Wancom Hernandez. Uh, Steve, it's always a joy to have you here. Um, And I wanted to share something really important with you. Yes. Um, I'm pregnant. Oh, not you too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Not you too. Uh, you're the one who decided to be Polly. It's your own fault. <laughs> you, you told me you had an IUD. You didn't want to get me pregnant. <laughs> you? you told me you had an IUD. Yeah, you guys were in a hot tub. How'd that happen? <laughs> not the water. <laughs> Jesse, you said you smoked too much weed and you couldn't get pregnant. Yeah. Well, oh, you know. man. I'm uh, telling you, and uh, I, I know we're wrapping up, but I'm telling you, I know three guys. I bartend, you know, at the Chatterbox and Covina famously, but I know three regulars who got girls pregnant, These, and they're just out from one-night stand kind of things. And they're just, Who are these people who are getting people pregnant? I'm telling you, I it's, don't— not getting people pregnant is very straightforward. Yeah. And there's lots of people who are actively trying to get people pregnant and it's not succeeding. Yeah. I'm telling you, just on and then it's just one night stands and then Although they're just I have, Steve, you're not hey, as 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 much as you would like to be, you're not the only one comer out there. <laughs> the world is full of one well, I, I asked these guys, what are you guys thinking? Yeah. Coming in these girls that you just met at the bar. 
All I ask is a pullout. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> they get pregnant and you pull out still. At least give me that. But you just did it? And you people just... are meeting at the chatterbox where you bartend, <clears throat> going yes. home and three. getting pregnant? Yes. Yeah, three. And I'm, I'm telling you, these women- You are... should run a service for people that want to have children, but- I don't. Just start coming in on my nights. <laughs> See, this guy works at Costco, but a, he delivers the this goods. This is a one shot. And honestly, you do a lot worse than working at Costco. That's yeah, a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's treat their employees right at Costco. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. If I learned anything from sex ed yeah. in eighth grade, it's what the woman from Planned Parenthood told us, which was pulling out is not an effective means of birth control. Even if you say you're a mop, master of pullout. <laughs> wow. She said that? I've been thinking about that for 30 years. Yeah. I've never heard that before. 30 years I've been thinking about mop, master of pullout. <laughs> I wish I and knew. And then motherfuckers thought MOB stood for mop and shit when it stood sure. for mash out posse. But I knew all along that it stood for master that of pullout. It sounds like a Rob Schneider movie. <laughs> a mop. <laughs> My favorite Metallica song. <laughs> master. <laughs> Uh, Steve, where besides besides uh, besides the bar in Kavina, yeah, where where can people see you performing stand up comedy? You know, I'm I'm always performing. I perform like three or four or five times a week in L.A. But uh, you know, I think the- I'm gonna go see you at uh, I'm gonna go see you at uh, what's it called? Uh, Kurt Brown at Hot Tub. Yeah, yeah, week. I'm hosting this week, but that this will be out after. I'm doing a great show at Dynasty Typewriter on July 5th. Mm. Uh, Chris Estrada made a short film that I'm in that's really good. Chris Estrada of this full fame. So it's going to be Chris Estrada, we me. Love, we love Chris Estrada, past Jordan Jesse, go guest. Oh, great, yeah. So, yeah, you, you love Chris. Everyone loves Chris. It's going to be me, Chris, and Kirk Fox at Dynasty Typewriter on July 5th. They're going to show this short film called The 5th of July that's very funny. But that's going to be a great show, and I think I really do think I'm going to bring my nephews to that. Because they've never seen me do stand up, and you know it's it's time. Hell yeah! yeah. Let's get Chris Estrada to put us in this fool. <laughs> you got a second season. Put us in the fucking show. I auditioned Chris. for a part, didn't even get it. Felt like you wrote it for me. Come on, Chris. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Estrada. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a guy named Steve, bisexual, <laughs> that used to be in a Christian rap group. <laughs> Why didn't I get this? Wow, it went to Chris Pratt. <laughs> this guy gets everything. I get it. He's a hunk. Sure. But... <laughs> um, hey. Hey, can I replug Jesse? Would you would you yeah. permit me a replug? I would love a replug. Yeah, I plug this during the during the break, but I just want to remind people on July first, you can come down to Golden Apple Comics. I'm going to be signing uh, my new Archie horror book. Four to six p.m. We're going to have some special guests. It's going to be a group signing. Get some books. It's going to be a lot of fun. How about this? Yeah. Can, do you mind if I do a quick plug, please? <laughs> I feel bad because these are sort of. Southern California plug. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. If you're in the Sacramento area uh-huh. in Northern California, you can tour the state assembly. Oh, so you that just have to really ask your assembly member, <laughs> and they will give you permission to. And sometimes you might get to see or or even meet the governor. Oh my God, that sounds like a blast. So, what do you think is more exciting, meeting the governor? Or meeting me at Golden Apple Comics. <laughs> wow. I mean, they're both one-come situations. That's true. <laughs> Pull back the throttle. That's yeah. what I say. <laughs> so seriously, if you come to Golden Apple, don't make me look like a jerk. What's the date don't again? Be, that's uh, that's the first. July 1st, 4 to 6 p.m., Golden Apple Comics. Jordan, you don't want to look like a jerk. Don't, don't come on the governor. <laughs> Sorry, I governor. Listen, not my fault the governor is so hot. <laughs> governor Dreamboat over there. Do you think if the governor went to the beach, he'd be a beach babe? He'd be a beach hunk. 
beach hunk. Yeah. I would yeah. like. He's a hunk. He's a good looking guy. You guys don't think he's good looking? Look, I've 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 thought this guy was good looking since he was appointed appointed to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors <laughs> by Mayor Willie L. Brown Jr. Okay, okay. you don't have to tell me. This is, right, uh, this right. is I saw him before they were on a major label here. <laughs> I knew him back back when he was still married to the woman who's now married to Donald Trump Jr. or whatever. Oh, Shout fun. out to Kimberly Guilfoyle Newsom. Sure. The former Kimberly Gilf, now now Kimberly Guilfoyle, Trump. I guess I don't know. Jesus Christ, what an insane person! They're all fucking bonkers. You know what? It's your own fault, Jordan. You're the one who brought up these fucking clowns. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I just, you know about these fucking hobbies, Steve. Just, you know about you, no ever, you ever been down to the nation's capital there, Washington D.C., right there in between. In between Baltimore and Richmond? Once. very It was very muggy. Okay, well, yeah. I hope you didn't show up there in a fucking Volkswagen bug, because <laughs> you'd get out and you know it would come behind you a bunch of these fucking clowns. Fucking clowns. <laughs> they love that song. It's the only song they like. <laughs> Never hey, heard that wait, song before. Hey. <laughs> I've never heard that it's song. Like a before. clown song, hey, I guess. Uh, I don't know, me. Jesse. Uh, Congresswoman <laughs> Zoe Lofgren, uh, what would you say is the song of the summer? Is it R O C K in the USA? <laughs> oh, that's, I'm glad you asked. Uh, as a congresswoman, my song of the summer is. <laughs> are you just riffing? Are you just riffing that clown song, or are you, do you have I a clown song in your head? <laughs> yeah, man, the fucking clown songs. <laughs> in my head rent free <laughs> so wait are you thinking of because that's a clown song that's some b-side shit right there you couldn't you couldn't even be a state assembly with your knowledge of these fucking yeah i mean clearly i'm not god get a calliope asshole gee whiz grind an organ much my gracious well steve hernandez it's been a joy to have you on the program love hanging with you guys thanks so much <laughs> you find me at Big Hern on Twitter, Hernie on Instagram. There he is. Good follow. He's still good killing follow. it on He's Twitter. Still, yeah, good. Still talking about the idol on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got it. Uh, Matt Lieb is our producer on the program. Uh, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on the World Wide Web uh, by going to uh, MaximumFun.org, MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can chat about it on the internet. Um, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, uh, at Jordan underscore Morris, at uh, Jordan David Morris, and put that, this thought on on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, just local basketball camps and stuff also. Just say hi. Leave the slides at home. Don't just come in socks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.